following audio is from St Nick's Durham. As a church, we exist to love God, love people and love Durham. We hope that this sermon will serve you well as a supplement to your regular Bible reading, prayer and participation in your local church. For more information about St Nick's Durham, directions or resources, please visit stnicks.org.uk. Good morning. My name is Richard Briggs. I'm the prior of the community of St Cuthbert here at St Nick's. And let's hear our Easter reading from John's Gospel this morning, chapter 20. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. And she said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. What can you see this Easter morning? Tell two people the same story and they may not see it the same way. Put three people 
in the heart of the action, and they may all be looking for different things. And as Kate showed us as she opened up for us the Bible story today, Mary, Peter and John were all up against the same strange reality, but they all responded differently. Mary got to the tomb early and saw that the stone had been rolled away. She runs back to Peter and John. He's gone. Someone has taken the body. And Peter and John run off to check. Typical, not really believing the women's testimony and so going to see for themselves. And John runs faster. Remember, of course, that it's John telling the story. So maybe just a hint of pride in that little detail. And then when they get there, well, what? John looks in and sees strips of linen cloth. Peter runs all the way in and John has a little bit of fun with telling this story. Peter hustles past John and barges in and sees, guess what? Strips of linen cloth, which is exactly what John had already seen. Peter and John looking at the same evidence, unsure, wanting some kind of verification. But what do strips of cloth actually prove when you come to it? But behind them, Mary has run all the way back. Note to Peter and John, Mary has run twice as far as they have this morning. And there is a wonderful little detail right at this point in the story. We read that Mary stood outside the tomb crying. And then as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. Picture the scene. John and Peter rushing in to examine the evidence for themselves. Mary bent over crying. John and Peter see strips of linen cloth. Mary sees two angels, one at the head and one at the foot of an empty space where Jesus' body has been. So now we have Peter, you've got to love Peter, trampling around in the tomb saying, it's just strips of cloth. And we have John figuring it out, seeing and believing as we read it, although it's not clear how he's making it all add up. And we have Mary bent low, crying, peering in from afar, and she sees the angels. What are you looking for this Easter morning? What eyes have you opened today to greet the world? Eyes that are looking for evidence? Eyes that are looking for clues? Or eyes that are full of tears? And all you know is that something is not right with this amazing but inexplicable topsy-turvy world in which we are living. Bowed down, crying, desperately seeking hope, Mary meets the gardener. And it turns out that the gardener is Jesus. The last time God walked in the garden with men and women, it was a long, long time ago, back at the beginning of the book of Genesis. And back then, their eyes were open to all that this world can throw at us. All the struggling and the longing and the suffering and the pain of all our mixed up experiences. And this time, Mary's eyes are opened to all that God can throw back at the world. How in the midst of our darkest and most difficult times, God can open us up to receive hope and joy and most of all, love. The other Old Testament story this Easter tale reminds me of is the greatest love story ever told, the Song of Songs or the Song of Solomon. 
where the woman in that song goes out into the garden to search for her love and she turns and turns again, desperate to hold on to the one that she loves. And here comes Mary turning around to see Jesus, turning towards him to cry out, so much wanting to take hold of Jesus that he has to say, do not hold on to me because it turns out that we do not fully get to hold on to Jesus until he has ascended to the Father. Well, for those of us waiting for COVID restrictions to pass so that we can hug our loved ones again, hear these words of Jesus to Mary today. We are still waiting for the biggest embrace of all when we come to meet with Jesus in the kingdom that is still to come. But for now, this is enough. Jesus was dead, but death could not hold him, and he is alive again. And what I hope we notice as we hear this death-defeating story this morning is that it didn't in the end matter what we were looking for because, if I can put it like this, God knows better than we do what we need and generously comes to meet us to answer not just the questions that we know that we have, but even the questions we didn't realize we had. Some ways of looking at the world, it seems to me, are all about trying to explain how life works. And the questions we ask then make all the difference to the answers that we settle on. I'll only believe what I can be certain of, we say, and that turns us into a certain kind of philosopher. Or I'll only do in life what I want and not what others want, and that leads us into a certain kind of selfishness. Or more positively, I'll try and make as many people as I can as happy as I can. And that can make us, in many ways, a truly wonderful person, even if a little exhausted at times. But being a Christian tackles questions that are not quite like any of the questions that we normally ask, or any of the questions that Peter, John and Mary were asking breathlessly as they ran back and forth to the tomb on that first Easter morning. Being a Christian is about saying, most simply, most straightforwardly of all, Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. So what happens now? That's the adventure that Christians have been on since the first Easter morning. Death does not have the final word, and so neither does fear have the final word. And worry need not have the final word. Instead, it is God, the God of life, the God of Jesus Christ, who meets us wherever we are and whatever we are looking for, and says, follow me. To a life where love conquers hate, hope conquers despair, and where life wins out over death. And not just in the world to come, but in this world, starting now, starting today, starting with Easter hope, with resurrection hope. I wonder how that strikes you. I wonder what you are looking for today. Because whatever it is, let me assure you, God desires nothing more than to meet you and to open your eyes to the adventure of following him with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. You may feel disqualified or excluded from this adventure for whatever reason, like I am sure Peter and John and Mary in their own various ways 
all felt inadequate and disqualified from being followers of Jesus, with all their questions and worries and profound awareness of all that was not right in their own lives. But in the end, none of that mattered, because in being raised from the dead, Jesus, in his resurrection, overcame every barrier that stands between us and God and invites us to get on board. Maybe you realise that you want to take a step today, a step of saying yes to God, of following Jesus, but you aren't sure what to do. So let me invite you to get in touch. Send us an email to the address that's now showing on the screen. We'll get straight back to you in just a few minutes and we'll be in touch with you and let's talk about living a life that says yes to the resurrection of Jesus. Because as surely as Peter and John and Mary first met the risen Jesus on Easter morning 2000 years ago, Christ is risen and we are offered life. And if you're not sure what to do, get in touch anyway. It will be our great pleasure to walk together with you on the path to being a Christian, the path to resurrection life. Thank you for listening to the St. Nick's Durham podcast. If you would like to hear more sermons and teaching like this, then subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about St. Nick's, visit our website at stnicks.org.uk.